Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Creatokia podcast. My name's Videl, and I'm the head of audio at Bookwire. This is a new podcast about digital publishing through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and blockchain, where every week we dive into this new and fast-moving world, looking at how authors and publishers can take their first steps in creating digital originals and NFTs. So today I'm joined, as ever, by John, co-founder of Bookwire and the Creatokia platform. Hi, John. Hello, Videl. So uh, welcome back. It's good to be back. It's only been a week, but in many ways, it feels like a month because we've been very, very busy and the team have been very busy, more so than me. And it's been a very big week because we've had some airdrops. And I mean, this week, the platform is is open, basically, right? Yeah, I think that was and is still the busiest week ever that we had with Creatokia because we shared the airdrop to all Creatoken owners we opened the platform only Crea token owners can buy and we dropped our first author's drop from the eternal masterpiece collection the adventurer set on wednesday so that was quite something right and i would really love you to explain a little bit about it so tell us whatever you can tell us yeah the airdrop that was the one free gift of an nft to every Crea token owner so the people who believe in creatokia and bought one of the black the wood the lead the ink the space token um they they get this free gift every monday once so when you when you own the token you get once this this airdrop and so thomas moros or thomas more uh, as you say in england mm -hmm. the writer the author of the first utopian novel called Utopia, so he already gave the name to the whole genre, yep. um, to the whole class of literature, was the free drop and um, resembling or standing for the visionary abilities of human mind to really think about a better future. But then on Wednesday, we had that great day where we had our first real author drops of NFTs with the Eternal Masterpiece Collection. We had six different authors that were dropped this Wednesday with their NFTs. And this set is called The Adventurers. And it consists about the great adventure authors of the past. It's Homer from the Antique with the Odyssey or Mark Twain. Um, I think one of the famous, most famous American authors of mm -hmm. the 19th century with Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, Jonathan Swift and Gulliver's Travels mm -hmm. and Alexandre Dumas, The Three Musketeers, All for One, Robert Stevenson with Treasure Island or Daniel Defoe with Robinson Crusoe. And all they come with a real nice artwork, a neo, I would say neo vintage stained glass design, which you can really make big and make big pictures out of it and place it in your flat or in your house. It comes together with a recording of a very famous part of the text of the books and a nice layout of these text parts. And there, there are so many more authors to come now every Wednesday of this Eternal Masterpiece collection. So I can leak that the next one will be the visionaries and philosophers. Then there comes, of course, we need female authors, the grand dames of literature. Then there will be the revolutionists, the poets, 
poets, the romantics, and then two special drops will come with some weird other stuff and all is the Eternal Masterpiece collection. And all of these author sets have different colors. So maybe there's a, as a clear hint when you own all cards, mm, something special will come up for you. So it's, we still have some parts of gamification of what we are doing here. And of course, coming back to the airdrop, it was important to know which token you bought before, which tokens you bought before, the Creator tokens, then the Thomas Morris airdrop would even be different to each other. So you get, if you're a black token, uh, a special kind of Thomas More airdrop, if you have a wood token, a special kind, and so on. So we are working with rarities of things. And of course, with the great power of word and mind of authors, and there's much more interesting stuff to come. That's only the Eternal Masterpiece collection. And of course, in the the next weeks there will be other drops of this time authors or maybe of famous authors of the future that will make their first drops on Creatokia. But we want to make sure that we are standing on the shoulders of giants when we are releasing uh, literature. And we are really, I think, the first people who make such, I would say, uh, high quality artwork with the NFTs with great masterpieces of um, the past centuries. I'd agree. I'd agree, John. I don't think I've seen anything like this. And I think uh, it's, uh, it's a great way to start things. And also, so one of the other points that we wanted to remind people and one of the purposes of this podcast is to, as you say, give people some hints and tell them what's coming next, right? So that's that's why people should tune in every week because every week we will have more another drop and we will be able to tell people more about what's going on. Yeah, and I think we shall talk more about the works itself. So in the next episode, you can expect us to talk about the visionaries and philosophers and you can somehow think about who could this, what what authors will this be that will come on next Wednesday on Creatokia? I'm course, guessing you- already. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you can uh, you can use the pictures of the authors as an avatar pick or as an as a pro- profile pick. Really um, cool. You you will have the rights to do that, and yeah, you can read it in the smart contract on Creatokia. So again, I want to invite every listener to go now on Creatokia.com and check out what's going on. And if you want to buy NFTs, you need to own a token. So that's the key to Creatokia. And. To come to the point, today we have two fantastic guests here. They are from the operational Creatokia team. Mm-hmm. That's great. So we're really going to get an inside look now with our colleagues. Yeah, absolutely. So today we welcome from the Bookwire business development team, which is responsible for the Creatokia operational website. We welcome Julia and Eric. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, nice to be with you. Good to be part of this podcast. Good to have you here. So, guys, it would be great if you could just uh, introduce yourselves a little bit for our listeners and tell us about yourself and uh, what you're doing and uh, anything you want to say about, you know, about your background and why you're doing this incredible project. So, Julia, maybe let's start with you. Yeah, of course. Hello, everyone. My name is Julia, and I am part of the Bookwire team since February. And I started almost immediately 
uh, with being part of the Creatokia team as well. So I work um, on that incredible project since the beginning. And yeah, I did a lot of stuff regarding Creatokia. So I started creating some wireframes, which was absolutely crazy. And yeah, right now we're working a lot on social media stuff. Um, yeah, I'm working a lot on our Discord community. And of course, we start talking to a lot of publishers. So yeah, Creatokia is a crazy project, which I like a lot. And I'm I'm very happy to be part of that team. Sounds good. I can hear the good positive energy. Thank you, Julia. And Eric, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, I'm Eric. I'm head of business development at Bookwire and working for this awesome company for more than three years already. At the beginning of the Creatokia project, I uh, sat down with, with John and thought about what could the business model look like that is behind Creatokia? What are the target groups for our platform? So really trying to envisioning what we want to achieve with Creatokia and how it can benefit the whole publishing industry. And then I became responsible for the whole project, trying to put together a great team that is working on Creatokia on a daily basis, uh, dealing with lawyers, dealing with financial guys, dealing with uh, marketing strategies and all that. So a lot of first things that uh, we've been doing with this project. So it keeps on being very exciting and I'm looking very much forward to all the developments ahead of us. Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean, you guys have been involved in the whole package, basically, from left to right, up to down. You've got your eyes on every corner of what we're doing at Creatokia. So I can imagine how involved that, that is on all of those aspects. So, Julia, I know you do lots of social media stuff for Creatokia. Not only, but a lot of that. And what would you consider the most important social media channels for Creatokia? Or where do they uh, different each other in terms of target groups or what you are doing there? Oh, that's a great question. And I don't have the answer on it. But um, we can say that with Great Tokyo, Instagram and Facebook are aiming to target book lovers and fans of collectibles, of written work, of yeah, you know everything what you can imagine being an NFT on Great Tokyo. So we aim at people who don't know NFTs and aren't in that NFT community, but we can, we can imagine that they would have a lot of fun, um, yeah, consuming NFT products that have a, a literature background. We try to onboard everyone there and explain what NFTs are, what blockchain is and so on. And with our other uh, channels, especially with Twitter and Discord, We aim at NFT experts and show them what Kretokia can do and what NFTs and literature together can do. And also, I think Discord is very great to be the community hub of our Kretokia community. And first, we thought that there will be a lot of NFT experts there. But right now, they're all of our community, like they're fans, they're authors, they're publishers, and also NFT experts. So I think this is the place to be. So Eric, I mean, you and me have had, well, from my perspective, it's been a pleasure. We've we've had the opportunity to talk together to publishers, explaining Creatokia, what we're doing. We've been done, we've done a couple of conferences together. I certainly learned a lot from um, sitting next to you because you're much more in it than I am. And You know, when we do talk to publishers, 
we've had a few of these conversations. So what do you think they are? What do you think publishers and authors, because we also talk to agents, what do you think they're looking for? What have been, ex- what, what's it got them excited? I think what they, what got them really excited are, are different things depending on what kind of publisher or what kind of author we've been talking to. But what's, what's really, what they all have in common, of course, it's a, it's a new technology. And it's something that you can create products in the digital sphere with that you have not been able to create in the past. So you have unlimited possibilities to think of new ways of engaging with communities, of creating secondary markets, and really about creating a limited digital product that people just want to have, that they get excited about, that they can use to uh, identify with and, you know, becoming part of their identity. And that makes this thing of consuming content online a much more emotional thing and something that brings readers and fans and communities closer to uh, to the actual content and to the to the authors and that is something that from my perspective is, is very unique to nfts and something that gets uh publishers and authors very excited about alike mm, thanks for sharing those thoughts i think prob- I, I agree with you completely and i think the interesting thing is that there is also not one set way of doing things and it could be it's a time for trying things. And I think the only way to do to, to learn is by doing right. So that's what we're encouraging. I mean, everyone to do is to uh, start start putting uh, projects together and planning and, and doing it and seeing what the results are. Absolutely. And of course, it makes a lot of sense to start with authors that are keen on this, on this new kind of technology uh, that are willing to experiment a little bit um, that also have very strong communities in existence already that they know quite well um, because then it's easier to also educate them and tell them about what nfts are and uh, what what makes them such uh, such great products and uh, what the value of all this actually is so um, that by talking to their respective fan communities um, the nft scene becomes bigger every day so i think there's a lot of of potential out there and it's it's really just about finding the right uh, the right way of starting it but just as you said and i completely agree it's really about just starting something try out something learn with every product with every nft you're releasing and then creating a long-term strategy sounds great completely agree Julia, I'm thinking about the kind of normal people that now have experiences with cryptocurrency or blockchain or NFT. I know that Creatokia has especially for the first time buyers or the early adopters of fan stuff of authors and book lovers something at hand which will help them. What do you what do you think about when I'm asking you especially for that target group? A lot of things. As I mentioned previously, we aim at book lovers um, on Instagram, for example, and almost none of them has knowledge regarding NFT topics. So they don't know anything, but maybe they see an interesting product by one of their favorite authors and want to buy it. And as we all know, it's a long way uh, learning all the NFT and blockchain stuff. So uh, we teach everyone on several pages 
and onboard them um, and giving them an introduction to that NFT world on one hand. And on the other hand, it is possible to buy NFTs with cryptocurrency, so with ETH, and it's also possible to buy it with like normal currencies like euro or dollars and so on. So that's possible. And if you are keen to all the NFT topics, you can mint it afterwards. So yeah, it's it's almost like a normal NFT that you bought once with Ethereum. Okay, so Eric, here's a question for you, because this is something that we talked about, but I think maybe it still needs some explanation to help people understand, because the way that um, NFTs and NFT drops work is there are different ways you can offer NFTs to public. So the way people actually buy them for the first time, that's kind of an important mechanism for creating interest, for creating uh, demand. And I know we've got a very, we've kind of got thought through ways of you guys have developed certain different ways and different drops. Could you tell us a little bit ha about how that works in Creatokia? Yeah, absolutely. We have three different sales types in, in general that we offer to publishers to make use of on Creatokia. And the first quite regular one is a fixed price drop, uh, what we call an N drop. Um, because the special thing about this sales type is that you have a limited number of NFTs that are associated with one specific product. And by limiting the number of available NFTs of a product, of course, you create scarcity, you create rarity. And that is part of the whole value proposition on, F on an NFT um, that there only is a limited number available of a certain product. So that is more or less the most basic use case. Depending on the kind of product and the kind of, uh, of author that you have and that you want to release an NFT for, of course, we have some other sales types that allow a publisher to even create a little bit more buzz around the whole thing. So the second sales type that we're offering is what we call a T-drop which is a drop that is not, or it can be limited in numbers as well, but the special thing is that it's limited in time. So while an end drop is uh, available for sale until all of the, uh, of the respective NFTs are sold out, and T drop will only be available for a specific amount of time. So just to give you an example, uh, let's let's assume a publisher is releasing a new uh, NFT product Friday morning 10 a.m. and he sets the the time frame that this specific NFT is available uh, for one hour. Then in within this one hour, um, as many if you want as many NFTs for that product as possible can be sold. But after one hour, it's gone forever. And nobody will ever be able to buy initially. You can only buy the respective NFTs on the secondary market. And of course, this makes it quite interesting to have one of these. And then there's a th uh, the third sales type, uh, which is also well known to the NFT scene. It's a classic auction. Um, so you sell an NFT and usually that's a one of one. So there's only one NFT available for a specific product. So that's very rare, very uh, very special, and you release it with a starting bid with a, or with a starting price, and then people can bid on that NFT. And once the time frame for that auction is over, the highest bidder wins that NFT. So with these three 
publishers can play, they can try out different things and they cre can create diverse uh, sales strategies on our platform. That's great. And also, if you, I guess if you're a consumer, you also have different opportunities. If you really want to go in on the auction, you need to be very committed. You need to be, you know, you can't lose out because that's an auction, right? But if you... Uh, if you want to do it the other way through the, the other two drops, you can also participate in those different ways. So there's options. Yes, absolutely. And it really depends on uh, what what kind of NFTs you're, you're interested in. Um, we will offer a wide selection of different kinds of genres, authors, languages, and content in general. So um, it's, it's going to be really exciting to see how publishers and authors and creatives in general play with these different sales types and what will get people more excited than others. So yeah, a, a lot to see on the platform in the upcoming weeks and months. Absolutely. And I already have one small follow-up question because you mentioned the secondary market and primary market. So Queertokia is where we will be doing drops for the first time, right, on behalf of uh, authors and publishers. But it's, am I correct? So once someone has bought uh, an NFT, they can resell it somewhere else, right? It's, it's, it's an interoperable thing. Yes. So um, for the time being, we have a curated section, which we call digital originals. And in this curated section, we have a limited number of curated drops of created NFTs available for sale, for initial sale. So that's a primary market. And then we have a second section on our platform, which we call the marketplace. And this marketplace is for secondary sales. So there people can really trade and buy and sell their NFTs, also making use of the three different sales types that I mentioned earlier. Um, but depending on uh, on the publisher and he allows the resale or where he allows the resale, of course, you can trade NFTs you bought on Creatokia also on other marketplaces like OpenSea, for example. And that makes it quite flexible for all NFT fans to uh, to make use of these things and also to to spread the content and to, to uh, also publish what great content is available on our platform. Thanks for explaining. Makes sense. Julia, I know you know lots of things of the oncoming drops on Creatokia, and you know, I think, all the authors of the upcoming Eternal Masterpiece collection. So I would like to give you the opportunity to leak some more information, and I would like to ask you if there's a, a, a favorite author, male or female author, that you have in mind when you would like to buy your next uh, NFT on Creatokia. Are you willing to share that information with us and maybe give us a reason before why this is the case? <laughs> yeah, I would love to leak something. That's always fun. So you need to know, I studied literature and I was born in Wetzlar. So there's only one author I need to have and that's uh, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. And I'm so excited. Like, He's, he's my favorite author since I was, I was really young. And it's great to have an NFT that is yeah, linked to, to something he wrote and, and, um, with the audio file and amazing speakers. I'm very excited for this NFT to drop. 
Thank you for sharing that. Um, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, maybe one of the biggest German authors, a typical German topic. And uh, I absolutely see it the same way. I would like to have an NFT of, of Goethe too. Yes, I'm, I absolutely agree 100% on that. So guys, thank you so much for uh, sharing your thoughts and it's been really, really useful to explain some of the things that have been happening, how we're planning Creatokia, what we're doing with the drops. So we need to let you go. I know you are deep, deep in the middle of many things. So Julia and Eric, thanks so much, you guys, for joining us. And why don't you just say a quick goodbye and then uh, um, good luck with everything else. Been a pleasure being part of this recording. Thank you so much and enjoy. Thank you so much. Great to have you. Thanks, guys. Good luck. I think we've come to the end of the episode today. So thank you to all our listeners. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for staying with us. Welcome. If this is the first time you've listened, um, please keep tuning in. And we look forward to talking more next time. We'll have some different guests. We'll have different topics. We want to make sure everyone feels familiar with what we're doing and with the whole world of NFTs and crypto. And of course, where it's particularly relevant, which is why we're doing it, is for authors and publishers and uh, really taking these first kind of uh, brave new steps, brave new world, I was going to say, to use a quote from a, one of the great authors. This is going to be a good, brave new world. And uh, if you believe in that or are interested in that, please join us on Twitter or follow us on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook, or maybe the best opportunity will be to be part of our community on the Discord server. So you will find these links in uh, the notes to this podcast. And yeah, until next week. <laughs> Great. Until next week. Thanks, John. Speak soon. <laughs>